Hey everyone, and welcome back to Volunteer Friendly. This is episode 20, Are You an Accidental Impersonator? What an interesting sounding title. This is going to be a fun episode. If you, this is your first time listening to Volunteer Friendly, Volunteer Friendly is a podcast uh, I share every Thursday at 10 a.m. Central for worship leaders, music directors, production folks, tech directors, anyone involved in making Sunday happen. If that's you, you are in the right place. And the goal of Volunteer Friendly is not to be a place for me to share my personal ministry philosophy, not not a place for me to complain and, and talk about how everybody's doing it wrong, but a place to present a question, a topic, a theme that's maybe a little controversial, that's really going to make you think, to make you wonder, hmm, I wonder why we do it this way, uh, to dive a little deeper. And then each episode, I share three questions that to cause you to process and contemplate on your own, then hopefully that you can share with your team. Um, maybe you can use this content as like a... a, a um, uh, kind of a study before uh, your band rehearsal or something you can use with your production team volunteers. The goal is to, again, spend time on your own thinking about this, but the next uh, to spend time with your team really discussing it, because I think it within this discussion, we can land on some really great things, provides a lot of clarity, a lot of good process, which is great. So today's episode, again, uh, odd sounding title, but I think you'll get what I'm saying there. Are you an accidental impersonator? I see this happen, happen a lot in churches to where um, uh, people without knowing it end up impersonating or trying to be like their favorite worship leader. I see tech and production folks um, realize that after a few years, they look back and they see that they've been running hard and they've been buying all this equipment and doing lights. And ultimately it's so that they can look more like X church. Um, there probably is a church name X church. I'm not specifically talking about X church. I'm talking about insert famous big church here. Um, as a production person, again, you, you go, Oh, well, I, I think I am trying to impersonate the production style that I saw at this conference as a worship leader. You go, Oh yeah, I am saying things that my favorite worship leader says I am um, leading things a certain way. I've even seen worship leaders that are like from South Carolina and North Carolina have very thick accents. I'm from North Carolina, thick country accents. And then all of a sudden they go to like prompt the crowd and suddenly they sp are speaking with an Australian accent. And you're like, what the heck is happening? And it's because they're so in the vibe of like trying to be Hillsong that they don't even realize that they're like listening to that record and trying to say the same exact things. Uh, again, I, I'm a fan of honesty and openness. And uh, for me growing up in high school, uh, leading worship, the person that I really looked up to, the worship leader that I looked up to was David Crowder. And I literally was to the point of like, had a similar hairstyle, uh, wore the same types of shoes, um, tune my guitar and dad gad tuning, you know, put my capo on upside down, uh, in an attempt to, uh, try to be more like David Crowder and to lead worship in, in the way that he led. And I don't think mentors are bad. I don't think, um, uh, you know, copying people in the sense of copying to try to learn to improve is a bad thing. But um, again, I try really hard not to put my own personal opinions and value judgments in, but I'm going to have to do that just for a second to make this point. But I feel like, or I wonder sometimes, are we missing out on the, using the unique way that God has wired us, the unique way that God has created us, the unique person God has created us to be? Are our people, are the people that we're ministering sometimes missing out on that opportunity? Are we missing out on allowing God to use us the way he created us to be? because we're simply trying to be the next Joel Houston. Is our church missing out? Are our people missing out 
on a unique opportunity for ministry in a unique place with these specific people because we're trying to be the next Bethel, the next elevation, the next whatever. Um, I just sometimes wonder, are we trying too hard to be like this person because we think they are successful because of these things. Therefore, we do these things and we end up looking like them. And I think it's possible that this could happen in the way you lead worship and the types of songs you do, the types of songs you write. The, the liturgy, the flow of your service. You know, I, I see, uh, I can, I, this is uh, uh, very uh, cynical of me, but I could tell what conferences people went to during the summer because when they church uh, start church back up in the fall, like, you know, the senior pastor's back from, or the lead pastor's back from, from vacation, I could tell what conferences they went to based on the flow of their service because they do a song and then the band keeps playing and the pastor comes up and he gets everybody riled up and then they get into a chorus and the pastor comes up and says, let's sing it again and walks around on stage with a mic and I go, oh, they were at Hillsong or they went to Elevation and they saw that and that's why they're doing that. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that's like a unique thing. I just wonder, are we doing that because we feel called to do that? Are we doing that because we feel like it serves our people or are we finding ourselves in a situation where we are impersonating people and maybe impersonating people or service flow or structure uh, instead of seeking God for the way it should be done, right? Again, I'm trying so hard. I'm, I'm verging on the edge of like trying to teach and share my personal philosophy. I'm trying not to do that. I'm just asking the question. Maybe let's say it that way. That's something I consider a lot. Are we moving and, and, and missing out on an opportunity to say, God, how should I uniquely minister to these people in this unique moment, this unique place? Um, and instead of doing that, we're just going and parroting what we saw being an accidental impersonator. Um, so here's how I want to wrap up today's episode. The same way we do every episode. Again, we have this, this thought that hopefully frustrates you. Hopefully makes you go, I completely disagree with what he's saying. Or you go, I kind of get what he's saying. Or you go, actually, I don't even know. That's a good question. I should think about that. That's the goal of volunteer friendly. It's not to be a very popular podcast where I interview famous worship leaders from famous churches and we all say good things about each other and we end the episode telling you to go buy their new their new album. That's not the goal of this this podcast. There's nothing wrong with that. The goal of this podcast is to make you think, to make you contemplate. The way we do that is we ask, uh, you know, talk about a specific topic. But we end the episode with three questions. And the goal of these three questions is to help you process and contemplate these three questions on your own and then discuss them with your team. And a practical way that I hope to make this easy for you is to take these three questions, put them into a PDF that you can download each week to uh, write the answers out for yourself or to then turn around and share with your team, maybe at a band rehearsal at a, a, a you know, tech run through or whatever beforehand uh, to work through with your team. So if you're interested in that, check the unique link. I have a unique link for ep each episode in the show notes of this episode or in the description of this video, and you can download that completely for free. Let's get to our questions for this week. Um, number one, and these may be difficult questions to answer because it requires you to be very vulnerable. So let's start again with ourselves, then we move to our team. Number one, are there ways you're attempting to act like someone else? Um, not even like purposefully meaning to do that. Are there ways that you're attempting to act like someone else? And again, what I mean by that is maybe it's service flow, it's production. Maybe you went and saw this conference with this church and you really liked what they're doing. And I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. But if you look back and go, are you basically trying to be Elevation Junior or Bethel Junior as opposed to being the church that you're called to be for your specific people in that unique moment? Number two, are there areas, and hopefully this makes sense. Number two, are there areas you feel you can't be yourself? Is it possible that you're impersonating, parroting something else, trying to act a little more like this because you feel like you can't express yourself or be yourself. Maybe that's what's leading you to that. 
maybe it's not like a laziness to where you think, uh, I don't know how to do this. So I'm just going to copy what this person's doing. Maybe it's more of your like, you know, I feel like I want to have a little more spontaneity in worship. I don't feel like we can have that here. So I'm like locking into this right now on the heels of that question. Let's go to question number three. How can you implement originality? How can you implement originality while respecting leadership's vision? What I mean by that is if you find yourself in a situation where you feel like leadership says, hey, we're going to start a song, we're going to end, you have 20 minutes, you can't go past that, but you really feel called, you feel the way you're created, that you need some space to flow, to flex. Is there a way that you could do that, but still remain within leadership's vision? Maybe no. And if not, then maybe that's not a place you should be, but there's probably more space to accomplish that vision than what you initially think. There's probably more room to accomplish that vision while still respecting their leadership. Because the option, the alternative is you can't just say, this is who I am, this is who I'm supposed to be, and I'm gonna do it, and you're gonna like it. Because then they're gonna say, okay, well, you're fired because you're not lining up with our vision. And that's a fair thing. But you can't do that. We're gonna try to serve our leaders well, and we're gonna try to do that by saying, how can I be myself? How can I bring originality, uniqueness while still respecting that leadership's vision? Now, again, if you want to uh, try to make this easy for you, if you want to contemplate this on your own, really process on your own, then discuss with your team. Click the link in the description of this video and the show notes of this episode so you can download this PDF for free. Um, and I hope to see you on the next episode of Volunteer Friendly. We post new episodes every Thursday, 10 a.m. Central. Um, this is super fun. I love doing it. It's it's a process for me every week to really contemplate and think and go, I think I'm doing this. Or I, I see this in myself. I see this in organizations I've been a part of and ways to improve. So I hope this has been official, helpful to you. I hope to see you next Thursday, 10 a.m. Central here on Volunteer Friendly. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Take care, everybody. Bye.